that's a very nice one from Rakayode Akojenu, reminding us that Jesus Christ is the answer. Whatever you may be going through, whatever situation that may be confronting you, the Lord is saying there's a sure solution. You don't need to get worried or be discouraged. He has you in mind. He loves you. All you need to do is to operate with this mindset, with this consciousness, and always come to Him and say, Lord, I know you have me in mind. You have not forgotten me. As you do so, you are moving God to the right position where it's supposed to be in your life. The one that is able to do all things. So my dear listener out there, please, always cheer up whenever this program comes up on the air. Just believe and show yourself, he has something for me again today. You know, we are told in the book of Psalm 68, if you read verse 18 and 19, there we are told that he daily loads me with benefits. When you pray with that consciousness, that's what I do. I will tell people today is another wonderful day. Another day that Lord has promised and assured that He will daily load me with benefits. So, my dear listener, is that your portion? And after thinking that way, what I do is I move to the mode of praise, praising Him, always cheerful. And as you do so, testimonies continue to roll in in my life. That is what the Lord has concerning you. My dear listener, God loves you, He cares for you. I'm Jumi Adeto Lagunju. The Lord has been using us to bless millions of people. Through this special program, Kingdom Life Half Hour, which comes up by 8.05 every Sunday evening on Eco 89.7 FM. This program is brought to you uh, courtesy of Kingdom Life Christian Center, the sponsor of this program. I want to plead with you, whenever you listen to this program, remove every denominational bias from your mind. Remove every religious bias from your mind. Focus your gaze in the direction of this voice. And you say, Lord, you have something for me. Irrespective of how feeling you are, whatever you may be having, whatever you may be going through in your life, God loves you. And it keeps, as He keeps on blessing you, revealing and showing you His mercies and His love. You know what? He'll be moving you from that present state you are, you are and be giving you the power, the enablement to be living a life that is pleasing unto Him. So are you going to draw the attention of someone around you to this program? I'm not alone in the studio tonight. I have with me my co-presenter. They are Sister Unida Mola, a young adult. She's 13 years old. Unida Mola, you are welcome to the program tonight. Good evening, listener. Thank you very much. With me as well is Sister Lua from Elayo. You are welcome to the program tonight. Good evening, listener. Thank you very much, my dear listener. Out there. As I said earlier on, I'm Ola Jumake. I mentioned those names in full as Oluwanotimi to tell you, to reassure myself that the Lord remembers me at all times. That is my name. So my dear listener out there, that is the same thing that the Lord is telling you. He has you in mind. He loves you. So in the last few episodes, we are looking at a series of messages on power of praise. And we chip in a little bit about the miracle of the Jericho wall. What transpired there? And now a lot of times, we do not even understand in details how this thing took place and how you and I need to connect to it. We gave a vivid description of the wall of Jericho that happened to be about 17 feet and the, the thickness is approximately 7 feet, a little bit more than that. And with that thickness, it was even impossible for an individual to scale that fence and jump to the other side. Now, surrounding the wall of Jericho is another very big obstacle. A ditch that was dug into the rock within that area. And the ditch happened to be 27 feet wide and about 10 feet deep. 
with that kind of ditch, there's no way you can march through the ditch with the number of people, the children of Israel, without putting yourself in a disadvantaged position. And there's no way they could get sand to some fill that place and level it. How many days will it take them? And history has it that the whole surrounding is full of bedrock, very hard rock that nobody could feel. And they were looking at it in that perplexing situation. The instruction came from Joshua, do not say a single word. Do not say anything. Keep mute until the end of the number of days that we have to go around before you shall. Let's look at this together in the book of Joshua chapter 6. Let's read a few verses before uh, we conclude the message tonight. Winda Mola, you can go ahead, please. Verse 1. Now the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go out or in. But the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its king and all its strong warriors. You and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days. Seven priests will walk ahead of the ark, each carrying a ram's horn. On the seventh day, you are to march around the town seven times, with the priests blowing the horns. Verse 5. When you hear the priests give one long blast on the ram's horns, have all the people shout as loud as they can, that the walls of the town will collapse and the people can charge straight into the town. Thank you. That was the vivid instruction. Verse 10. Let's look at what followed. What the Lord told them in verse 10, knowing fully well the way people will be behaving. When people look at the ditch and they check, wow, with this kind of the magnitude of the ditch, if we enter that ditch, that is automatic defeat. Because in a war situation, whoever is in the shadow in the valley is already automatically defeated. Because whoever is at the mountainside, we only need to drop very heavy boulder. And once it lands on the head of the person, the person is gone. So when people are fighting, they look for their advantage position so that you'll be able to have edge over the person. But the psalmist portray and picture the Lord we have. And he said, even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I fear no evil. For you are always there for me, your rod and your staff, they protect me and they guide me, they comfort me. So my dear listener, this is the picture the Lord had revealed to Joshua. And what he was telling the people, but the people had the tendency to say, wow, even the ditch alone is enough disadvantage. The wall is too high for us to scale through. And he told them, before you start rationalizing and be thinking and be working the process for God, which most of us we do, when the Lord is saying, do not worry, that your situation is coming to pass, Alpha, or he's telling you, even that debt you are owing, I'm going to bless you. You will even be surprised. You will come out of that debt and you start taking calculator. My salary is this. If I take this one for another four months, how will I pay the debt? I don't think it's possible. And we start arguing with God. And already say, even that your situation that the doctor said it's not possible for you to give back to a child again. He said, even with my age, self, I don't think it's possible. And you start rationalizing. The Lord told the children of Israel, instead of you to be discouraging each other, you know, when you share your story with some people, they will say, forget now. So then they talk, Jerry. In order for them not to be arguing with each other, the Lord told them something in verse 10. Let's look at this together. Now, Joshua had commanded the people, saying, You shall not shout. Or make any noise with your voice, nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth. Until the day I say to you, shout, then you shall shout. Thank you. The Lord is saying, look, anything negative should not come out of your mouth. Until that day, when I say, shout, and that's when the shout will proceed. Verse 20, there, see what really happened. How the Lord miraculously delivered them. 
you know the, the picture I gave you about the ditch that surrounded the Jericho wall? That ditch alone, they could not even dig the surrounding soil to fill it because the surrounding area is just rock, bedrock. But the Lord did this such that as soon as the Jericho wall came down, the Lord used it to fill up the other challenge. And after filling up, they were able to move in fast. They were able to, to move on a flat surface. Ordinarily speaking, when you look at a 17 feet wall and by a 7 feet in thickness, when such a wall should fall down, there's no way you will have a flat surface. Because the rubble alone will be too high for the average human being to climb. And not even the worst situation that you'll be climbing and you're helping somebody to move up. That means it must have been implosion that takes place scientifically. Implosion is instead of explosion. It will just sink and become flat. But based on the topography of the Jericho, they had that ditch that there was no way they would have filled it. The Lord used one problem to solve the second problem. So in whatever situation you find yourself, I say, Pastor, you don't even know what I'm going through. Why about this challenge again? The Lord is saying he will use one end of that challenge to solve the other end. It has been proven that the boss, the supervisor, that you say it's you most, that has been the stumbling block on your way, remove that from your mind. Those supervisors that you believe do not like you are always being used by God as instrumental to your success. So my dear listener, what the Lord is saying, even for you, instead of you to hate such uh, supervisors or manager, love them. Appreciate them. Because the Lord will use what appear like obstacle to you as a stepping stone for you to solve the next challenge or the next problem, which was what happened to the people at the Jericho Wall. The Jericho Wall was standing their way. As soon as what happened in Vestuary took place, guess what? It became flat. How did it become flat? The rubbles filled the ditch that surrounded the land of Jericho, the ditch that was behind the wall of Jericho. Let's read verse 20, please. So the people shouted when the priest blew the trumpet. And it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet. And the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat. Then the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. Thank you. Every man went straight ahead into the city and they took the city, my dear listener. Are you ready to rejoice tonight? By the time this program ends, you know what? I would have said you start rejoicing and jumping around, but I don't want you to miss the next nugget of the message. But as soon as the message ends, declare party within your room there, within your surrounding. And they will now be asking you, why are you declaring party? Why are you celebrating? You are telling them, I'm, gi- I'm giving God upfront testimony, upfront praise. For all those things you identify in your life as problems, they have become testimonies. When you give this upfront dance, praising God and rejoicing, you know what you are doing? You are saying, Father, I've answered. You are the one taking charge of the situation. That is the reason why the Lord has created you and I. To bring, to declare His praise, to glorify Him. We have seen instances in our previous episodes how they overcame enemy nation, allied nation, with praise. And we have seen the example of the children of Israel here, and the wall of Jericho came flat. As the wall was falling, it filled the ditch that was 75 feet by 10 feet surrounding the wall. So, my dear listener, that God loves you, cares for you. He's telling you every disadvantage that you've been experiencing in the past, the Lord is turning them to advantages for you in Jesus' name. Amen. So, my dear listener, there, please, simple instruction. Praise God in every situation. Glorify Him and say, Father, step in and take over. There's a place we want to point out tonight before we go about someone that stood out in that victory at the wall of Jericho. And that was Rahab. 
Ray up the alerts. And this is where the challenge always comes for people. When I went out to share a message like this with some people and somebody was saying, the Bible says uh, the prayer of a sinner will not be accepted. And this is what will happen. And uh, what will happen with all these prayers you are saying? Do you think a sinner will benefit from God? I said, my dear listener, that is why our Lord Jesus Christ became sin for us. He took over everything and became the curse for us. For you and I to enjoy the blessing. And when you see in that story we read there about the Ark of Covenant going before the people, Tonight is not about message of the Ark of Covenant, but let me just chip in this a little bit. If you see the logo of our ministry, we have the Ark of Covenant and the love sign surrounding it. That's the Kingdom Life Christian Center. We have the Ark of Covenant, and the children of Israel, they march ahead with the Ark of Covenant going before them. In the Ark of Covenant, you have the cherubim that are looking down. They are looking down in the Ark. At the bottom part of the Ark, you have the tablet, the law, which contains all the commandments. On top of it is the mercy seat. The mercy seat, and on the mercy seat is the blood, the blood of the lamb, the sacrifice. So when the angels are looking down, what they see is the blood of the lamb. On top of the mercy seat and beneath it is the law, is the commandment. So whatever has to do with your filthiness, with your sin, is at the bottommost part of the ark. What the Lord sees when he looks down is the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the mercy seat. So my dearest, now that what he sees is not you. It's Christ. So when you come to the throne of grace, come with the consciousness of a child of God. And you see what will be happening to you. You'll be moving from glory to glory in Jesus' name. Amen. So this is what happened when they had the victory. Rahab was an alert. And let's look at the vivid instruction that, uh, that Joshua gave there. Uh, let's go ahead and read this place in the book of Joshua chapter 6. Let's read from verse 22. But Joshua had said to the two men who had spied out the country, Go into the Allot's house, and from there bring out the woman and all that she has, as you swore to her. And the young men who had been spies went in and brought out Rahab the Harlot, her father, her mother, her brothers, and all that she had. So they brought out all her relatives and left them outside the camp of Israel. Now, for you to get a picture of what transpired there, you need to go to the book of Joshua, chapter 1. There we are told about the alert that protected the spy who went there. And by the time the alert was leaving, verse 15, we see the picture of what we have been told there. Because she was the one that protected the people there, they told her, don't worry. By the time we are coming, on the window of your house... Leave in the window scarlet, this red scarlet, the red scarf, tie it there so that when we come, we'll be able to identify your house. And that was pointing to our Lord Jesus Christ. In chapter 6, verse 18 to verse 19, we see what transpired there. Let's read, please, so that we'll be able to get a clearer picture of what transpired at that place. And you, by all means, abstain from the accursed things, lest you become accursed when you take off the accursed things. And make the camp of Israel a cause. No, please, let's go back a little. Let's read that verse 15 of that same chapter. Uh, chapter 1 of Joshua. Joshua chapter 1. Until the Lord gives them rest, as he has given you rest. And until they to possess the land, the Lord your God is giving them. Okay, thank you. Then chapter 2 verse 15. Then she led them down by a rope through the window, for her house was on the city wall. Now, after she helped them out there, then what followed next, they gave the instruction in verse 18. They said, unless when we come into the land, you bind this land of scarlet cord in the window 
through which you let us down. And unless you bring your father, your mother, your brothers, and all your fathers also to your own house, so it shall be that whoever goes under the dust of your house into the street, his blood shall be on his head, and then we will be guiltless. And whoever is with you under that house with the red scarlet, his blood shall be on her head, if a hand is laid upon him. Now, they were giving us the picture of our Lord Jesus Christ. The red scarlet, the blood of the Lamb. And we are going to see what happened now, what transpired shortly. As soon as those people got there, they identified the house with the red scarlet there, and they were able to deliver the Lord. Let's see what the Joshua said. He specifically mentioned in verse 22 that they are, go to the house of Rehab, the Lord. And you might be wondering what's the connection. The Lord is telling you, whatever your feelings, He loves you, He cares for you. One would have thought when calamity before the city of... We're going to look at the place in the book of Matthew shortly now. When you when calamity before a place, and you hear that one Ashewo, one Alot was killed. You know the mind is nothing with We see, she has been living in sin now. How will it not happen to her? Is that not the common thing? When any evil thing happens to people, and you hear that, oh, is it not that sinner? Oh, no wonder if she has been living in the Lord. Something, nothing would have happened. We are not saying people should continue to live in sin. We are portraying and giving to you the love of our Heavenly Father. The Rahab, Rahab the Alot, that was saved during the victory, the taking over of the Jericho wall, became one of the great grandmother of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the lineage of our Lord Jesus Christ. Just for you to see how God loves you, He cares for us. Tonight is not the message concerning the lineage of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we are looking at a few verses just for you to see the connection between the Rahab, the victory, and Rahab that came into the lineage of our Lord Jesus Christ. And now God is using the message to tell you, just as the miracle of the Jericho world took place, the Lord is using that miracle also to bring you into the camp safely, to deliver you, and you overcome every challenging situation in your life. Let's look at this in the book of Matthew, chapter 1. We read verse 1, verse 2, and the next few verses, I think verse 5. Go ahead, please. The book of genealogy of Jesus Christ. Are you following that? Please listen very well so that it don't be as if it's Pastor Jumi that is saying this, not Adito Isholagunju. It is the word of God giving us the genealogy of our Lord Jesus Christ. The historical background, the lineage, the family history. And he begat this, he gave back to this, he begat that one. And you see the picture of Rahab, the same alert that was mentioned there in the living in Jericho. How God delivered her. And the Lord is telling you and I tonight, whatever you have gone through, whatever may be your feelings, as you come under this protective cover of our Lord Jesus Christ, He's going to shield you from every further evil thing that will come your way. And not only that, you are going to be perfected and be moved to stardom. You will become history that will be referred to from now onward. History for good, not for evil. Rehab the alert that was being referred to, hated in the society, the children of God came, and they mark her out for protection, to safety. And what happens next, the Lord favored her to be in the lineage of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who are you out there to hate sinners in your surrounding? Who are you out there to be judgmental and be condemning sinners? When the Lord is saying, I love them, I care for them. Even the word of God, Christ did not use the word, woe unto you sinner, I condemn you sinners. He called them my daughter, my son. The people refer to as woe unto you were the priests and the Sadducees. The Pharisees out there that were carrying law on their head, when he sees sinner, he extends love to them. The hand of love 
welcoming them and saying, My daughter, God loves you, and the Lord is sending the message to you and I tonight about the love of God, about the miracle of deliverance, about the miracle of victory, and the miracle of adoption back as a child of God. So, my dear listen, let's look at what transpired. The continue reading. Start from verse 1 again, please. The book of genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begot Isaac. Isaac begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Judah and his brothers. Judah begot Perez, and Zerah by Tamar. Perez begot Ezron, and Ezron begot Ram. Verse 5. Tamar begot Boaz by Rahab the harlot. Boaz begot Obed by Ruth. Obed begot Jesse, and Jesse begot David the king. Thank you very much. My dear listener, are you connected to that? I want us to read verse 3 again so that we'll see where the name of Rahab the Alot resonates again. How it came up and for you to see that what happened in the land of Jericho there was not an accident. It was a preparation for the Israel. What happened in chapter 2 and verse 18 where the tied this college was not an accident. It was pointed to the blood of our Lord, the blood and the cross out there how you and I are saved and secured. My dear listener, the God loves you. Cares for you. Please read that place again. Verse 3. Judah begat Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Perez begat Ezron and Ezron begat Ram. Verse 4. Ram begat Amnadab. Amnadab begat Nashon, and Nashon begat Salmon. Salmon begat Boaz by Rehab the Harlot. Thank you. That is the genealogy of our Lord Jesus. How Rehab the Harlot connected to being in the grand, the, the great grandmother in the lineage of our Lord Jesus Christ. My dear listener, God loves you. He has said your sin I will remember no more. He has declared the promise and the everlasting grace and the blessing you will continue to enjoy. Let's look at what we are told there about the promise of our Lord Jesus Christ to come and how the new covenant has ushered you and I into new grace. So my dear listener, what have you got to lose by coming to this our Lord Jesus Christ? Isaiah chapter 54. Let's read verse 9 and 10 please. Just as I promised in the time of Noah, that I will never again let a flood cover the earth. So now I promise that I will never again be angry and punish you. For the mountains may move, and the hills disappear. But even then my faithful love for you will remain. My covenant of blessing will never be broken, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. Thank you, my dear listener out there. Are you now getting the picture? How the Lord is saying, look, that covenant that I have with you, that one which I had with you, just as what happened at the Noah's, at the, the water of Noah, that it will no longer cover the earth, so I have sworn that I will not be angry with you, nor rebuke you again. On both basis is on the basis of the righteousness of our Lord Jesus Christ. That we are told in the book of Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17, where he said, No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. What follow next? Read that one for us, please. This is the heritage of servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Thank you very much. The Lord says their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Not your own righteousness. And the Lord is saying no evil will befall you. So people say calamity before somebody is because of their sin. My dear listen, we need to get things right and not confuse issue. God loves you. Our Lord Jesus Christ came to fill all these places, all this word for us. Continuation of the miracle at the Jericho world. And now the Lord is saying, you and I should move, we should move to that mode of praise at all times. 
glorifying his name because he has made that everlasting provision for you and I to enjoy his grace, his blessing, the victory, the protection at all times. You have got nothing to lose by coming to this our Lord Jesus Christ for you to operate under that special grace, that umbrella that never fails. Are you ready to come with us? Are you ready to come to Jesus Christ in the corner of your room where you are? Just kneel down and say, Father, I thank you. I know you love me, care for me. And if you are there in the prison at this hour, the Lord is saying your sins are forgiven. He has a greater plan for you, a sure aid, a wonderful life. And if you are going through any situation and you have been made to realize it's because you did not fast, that's why your problem did not go. It's because you committed sin. Maybe because you did not pay tithe, that's why the problem is coming upon you. Our God is not a wicked God. He loves you, he cares for you. He has made every provision for your blessing. All you need to do is move your faith to the level you want us to operate. And the faith of, I know you care for me. Keep pressing him and great to be your testimonies in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You can link us on our email address, kingdomlifefamily at yahoo.com or through our producer, Taiwo Omoshile Eko 89.7 FM, Lati Jakondewe, Agidingbi, Ikeja. A sound engineer on this program has been Sonario Joseph. Remain blessed. Thank you very much, my dear listener out there. Keep pressing God and rejoicing. I'm Jumi Adetu Isholagunju. Let others see Christ in you, in whatever you do, and God will be your testimonies in Jesus' name. Amen. Be part of this program next week, Sunday, by 8.05. Remain blessed. <laughs> Don't you wanna be a part of the kingdom? Don't you wanna be a part?